You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. me jordan the host of the horny housewife podcast where we talk all things sex marriage relationships intimacy shooting the shit saying it like it is kumbaya i hope everyone has a great start to their week i hope everyone had a badass weekend i'm watching yellow jackets holy shit balls a fucking plus 10 out of 10 recommend those girls blow me away. Also, we're going to be talking about sex experiments, some tools for lovers. In all honesty, we're really going back to the basics a wee bit in some regard, and it will surprise you how much that helps. I'm going to give some story times to go along with it or some personal experiences that I think you'll relate to if you're in a committed relationship, okay, with the ups and the downs. But first I wanted to tell everyone something I know you don't give a shit about. I went and got my brows laminated. I feel like a better bitch. And when I was there, when I was laying down, getting my service, probably was like 30 minutes. So I told a little story and she got a giggle out of it. And I'm like, you know what? Even when I made an episode about the man that I'm about to expose and my story it's, I don't know what number the episode is. It's called The Original Fuckboy. I named him Schmevin in the, in the story time, but I left out such a funny story. Uh, I recently made a reel kind of mocking it, but one time I picked this fucker up in my convertible cream beetle, and he got in, and I noticed that he had really big hands, really big feet, really big everything. And he had, it was this thick, like he had kind of callous dried hands. Like when girls will know, when you put self-tanner on, it sticks to the, you know, if you didn't exfoliate good, always exfoliate, it sticks to the dry spots. Okay. So it looked like that. And I, and I automatically was like, that's like tanning lotion. Like that's, he painted with a thick layer onto his hands. I go, what is that? And he said, he was like, oh, I got some, this furniture stain on my hands. Me and my dad were working on some furniture in the garage. And I was like, okay. Anyways, we went inside his house and I noticed next to his computer plugged in headphones and a big bottle of Jergens tanning lotion. So Mr. Schmevin was spanking the monkey with his fucking sister's tanning lotion. And he did not only do this once, but twice I caught him in a three month span. And I'm like, didn't you learn the first time when I completely humiliated you and called your ass out? 
There is a lot of lotion. I opened the cabinet. There is other options. There is other options. I am conv- Does it smell like a tropical slut or something? Do you have like a fantasy of like a Palm Beach tan girl that you're going to fuck and you like the smell? What is it? It was hilarious then. It's more hilarious now. Never forgot that. I just never will forget the image of looking in this man's hands being like, that's fucking tanning lotion. His dick was surprisingly not orange. You know, I guess he wiped it off or something. But it was his hands that really were strange. Like, have fun shaking someone's hand. If someone's, it's humiliating. Like, what the fuck happened to your fucking hands? Anyways, okay. Good story. Let's move on. One thing that's been grinding my gears lately. I love a couple of other podcasts. There is, I'm not trying to like cross promote. I mean, we're totally different niche and she has no idea that I even exist, but the bitch Bible is my favorite podcast to listen to. I just feel her on a, on a level that's, you know, it just feels like home and just my, I get to really embrace the cunty, my cunty side. And then there are some other podcasts that I listen to for shits and gigs, but Ones that just got really old and were actually a part of the reason to inspire me to start the Horny Housewife podcast was I really get irritated. And it's not at first, but then when you really start to see, you know, or what they show you about them and you take that and you go, hmm, I can see why A, B, and C doesn't add up. But yet you're telling everyone how to have a relationship or dating advice or, you know, just giving relationship advice in general. And they are chronically single or just epic fail after epic toxic fail. And they're telling you how to win at the game. And I'm like, you don't have a, you don't have a prize or a trophy or a ring or some, maybe you have some jewelry But has he given you and three other bitches jewelry? Is his dick just in your pussy? You know, I don't know. I don't know. So I think we need to take advice from people who are doing the damn thing. And you know what? Uh, All the things that I say we need to work on, we need to fight fair. We need to communicate. We need to prioritize intimacy. I'm a human being just like the rest of us. I know. And I fail epically at things. And I know you're probably like, duh, bitch, but I just wanted to reiterate it because sometimes it's easy to like hear when someone's trying to give you advice or like help you do something or be solution oriented. And then you might put that person on a pedestal and think that, oh, they just must have the perfect sex life and great relationship and all. And like, no, there's ups and downs. And that's the whole point of this is just real talk, real talk about it. And one time someone told me something, she's a total fucking psycho bitch, but it was a good thing she told me. It was, you wouldn't take financial advice from a broke person. You don't ask someone who's not a parent parenting advice. You don't go to a single person for marriage advice. You don't, like that's, maybe that sounds harsh, but isn't it the fucking truth? Don't you want to turn to people where you admire something in their life or something that they're doing that you want to be doing like that, that's who you go to to look for 
and bounce solutions off one another. That's where you go for insight and perspective. Okay, a little emo. We got a little emo pivoting. Something else I was thinking about, how can I be a little more toxic to make my marriage a little more exciting? Hmm, what could I do? And you know what I, I'll say? Sometimes people will be like, oh, I, I wish I wanted sex as much as you do as a woman. And I will tell you that think about the cons, okay? Not to try to not to try to make you feel bad for me. But think about like men like a chase, right? If I'm just perpetually available, just DTF 24-7, you don't think that that gets old? Like that's predictable. I talk about being unpredictable. So, you know, every now and then I have to tell my husband I will divorce him one foot in, one foot out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But sometimes, you know, when you have a good fight, you can just throw that in there. That's not fighting fair. Don't do that. But occasionally scaring the shit out of them in a little sly way, you know, maybe that's healthy or maybe that's realistic. Let's not say healthy. And I'm not saying just threaten divorce, okay? But just adding a little shock value, if you will, ladies. And men, I feel like when y'all are so aloof or like hard to read, stoic, whatever you want to call it, let's be mean and sometimes call it emotionally unavailable, which is not cool. But at times, if you can make sure you are actually emotionally available, but when you play coy, sometimes it's like, ooh, hot and bothered. Now, when it's a all the time thing and you're, you are emotionally unavailable and you're not in touch with your emotions and you struggle to find moments to create intimacy or playing coy and aloof is comes naturally to you, then, you know, that is, can be problematic. You know, there's always like a happy medium we're searching for. And when you're in a long-term relationship, you know, the, the beginning phase of the dating and uh, playing the games and really trying to be your best version. Cause whether it's subconscious or not, which I think that for most of us, I think that's just how we operate in the beginning. We're nervous. We're putting our best foot forward. We're we're crushing, we're infatuated, we're smitten, you know, all the things, the dopamine. And then the longer you're together, naturally you get more comfortable and you get to really understand the other person and how they work and how you communicate and you learn about yourself. And I mean, it's all the things and you should all be, if you're in a committed relationship, nodding your fucking head. And it comes with so much beauty, but as well as things that are really hard and you can't play any of these scenes. You can't thrive without communication. And this rant got started on me talking about what I felt was like the downfall of having a high libido or just feeling mismatch at ever in your marriage. You know, it, it, it causes a lot of muck and mess and feelings of rejection. And it's this cycle where then you're causing stress. And now one person's, both people are feeling insecure both people are feeling disappointed. And I think it's just like I said, finding the happy mediums, finding gratitude um, when you're having intimacy and pleasure with your spouse, that it's like chef's kiss. You know what I mean? That those 
those moments are really important and special. And so if you're someone who wishes you had way more, 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 just really make sure when you are connecting and if your partner's, you know, giving you all they can and you're giving, you're compromising, okay, in some way, how you're going to gain momentum is with being positive and reinforcing your partner and praising them when like, I know that sounds like you're talking to a pet or an animal, but I think a lot of people and a lot of men and a lot of women really love and appreciate affirmation and validation. I mean, come on, who fucking doesn't? Now that shouldn't be our source of happiness. It can't be. We will always be let down. Loving yourself, number one, number fucking one. Maybe that can be controversial. I feel like 2022 is very accepting of this way of life. But I I really do think at the core of it, if you do not love yourself, how can you fully love another? If you are not taking care of yourself, mind, body, spirit, how can you be of service to anyone else? Whether it being like a good friend, a good partner, a good parent, anything, you have got to take care of yourself and love yourself and be feel worthy and feel deserving of all of the things you want in life. And that includes in your relationship. And that all sounded sweet and dandy, but I did also give terribly toxic advice. So take it for what you want because I'm all over the fucking place. Wasn't I saying like two minutes ago to like play, you know, a certain way to not be predictable? Just mix it up. Okay. As long as you know what's going on and you're self-aware, choose wisely. (laughs) Let's throw in a listener question. Okay. I've got a few, but we're going to bounce around with them. Okay. I'm just going to throw them in when you least expect it. La 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 listener question. How should I go about telling my wife I have a cuck fantasy? Hold. It does it's not this good. Just wait. She cheated on me many years ago. There it is. Early in our marriage. And we worked on it and we're all good now. But for the last few years, the idea of another man has really turned me on. Specifically thinking about who she cheated with. Okay. This was like a lot. So like when I first read it, I'm like, oh, wow, like lucky her. She's going to be thrilled. But then like really hearing your question and hearing it like be about the guy, I just wanted to say, I don't know if this is going to help whatsoever, but what I do have to offer is relating to you in the way of I never was aroused thinking about my partner being with another woman until I was in a relationship where I was very in love with the person, very much so, and they cheated on me. It was devastating to me. We worked on it, got back together, and then that was something that forever impacted me. I don't, trauma maybe even saying it, and I hate playing like victim and pouty and woe is me shit, okay? Just self-awareness and protecting yourself because If you were to go and follow through with this and like she'd be down for it, you have to be ready for what could come of it, could come from it. So maybe this is something that y'all evolve, y'all are evolving in your marriage, your sex life is now evolving and maybe things are going to change for you and y'all are going to have different boundaries and it's going to be awesome and you're going to have a whole new chapter and it's things you didn't even know you were interested in or aroused by or intrigued. But I think it is important to do some exploring beforehand, whether that be 
talking to a therapist about it one-on-one, talking about it with your wife and like really telling her where it's coming from and hearing her perspective and side and thoughts and opinion about all of it. And like real talk, like not approaching her with it. And then both of y'all are in your head like, oh, I hope she doesn't think this. Oh, I hope he doesn't think this. Or just people like wanting to please each other you know, avoiding conflict when there might be some like hard hitting questions that you actually should be asking if you're going to go and explore this. This is just my opinion, but you didn't ask me. So I think that like, as I asked myself, that is why, because even after that relationship with men that were so, so, so good to me that I, for some reason, really was aroused by the thought of me walking in on them with another person or something. It just forever changed. Just wasn't, maybe it's a kink, you know what I mean? But it's not something that I actually am asking my partner to go do, if that makes sense. Like something that's a novelty and a kink in the bedroom, but not one that you're acting out or you have an open relationship because maybe you think you want that, you know, there's a difference. So I think that check yourself when you're feeling insatiable or maybe check yourself when you're feeling really insecure in your sex life and like maybe you don't feel good enough and you feel like there's got to be another person in the mix. Do you hear what I'm saying? Okay, another, another, one more and then we'll do two at the end. I just spoiled the surprises. I never can keep a fucking secret. Okay, my girlfriend and I have listened to a few episodes and I finally convinced her to try anal. A question I have personally is should I come in her ass or pull out? Obviously, I've seen porn and coming in her ass just looks sexy as hell. However, I know porn is not real life, so not sure if it will actually be nasty and I don't want to ruin this and not get another chance to do it with her. Hope this isn't too graphic for the show. Well, well, well. Anthony, this is his name isn't Anthony, it was anonymous, but I'm just going to call you that. It just felt natural. I want to tell you nothing is too graphic for the show, and I'm just going to shoot you straight. So very sweet that you're being courteous, but you know, ask her, talk to her. If Say like you're about to come and get off and do it where you want. I think being like, if you are in a long-term committed relationship, A, she can't get pregnant in there, so there's no like holy shit. And if you are not comfortable enough or you think that that could like cause a problem, then definitely need to be communicating and talking about it. If you think that she would be upset by this for some reason. So why that's needs to be talked about. But I think if everything's on the up and up and she's super into you and she is consensually having anal sex with you and y'all are having a grand old time, I, I know porn can be very unrealistic and there's a lot missing from porn. Like it shouldn't be a source of education. There we go. Right. And there's lots of problems associated with it. But I think what you're saying, like you can come on her butt ass, like in a porn movie, if you want, if you want to take it out and come on her asshole so you can kind of see it on there or on her ass or in her, if she's all gravy with that. But I think because it can't impregnate me is why I'm like, I wouldn't be like mad, especially, especially at my husband. Of course not. But 
maybe if it was a new partner, I would be like, whoa. But I think the conversation would happen. You need to tell her you're about to. And she should say, go, daddy, go. Now, as far as the nasty factor, I mean, yeah, but like if you're going in the butt, you're signing up for what comes with the butt. So she doesn't need to go back report to you how the exiting experience was for the come. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think she's coming to you if her pH balance is off. You know what I'm saying? So don't overthink it, Anthony. Okay, freaky family, we are about to talk sex experiments for couples, sexy tools for adventurous lovers. Now, this really cool title is actually a course I took on beducated.com. This is not my first course and it won't be my last. We're going to deep dive on this in a minute, all I've uncovered for you. But first, I'm going to tell you about how badass Beducated is. They are the Netflix of sexual wellness, truly. They believe sexual happiness is trainable. So this message is in direct alignment with everything that the Freaky Fam Horny Housewife stands for. I will just tell you from personal experience of using it, it blows me away. My jaw is always dropped in as far as how well it is explained, shown, how many courses are actually available for you and how in-depth they go. And it makes it so user-friendly, both for you or to do as a couple. It's an online course platform with easy-to-follow video, audio, and written guides that provide techniques and information to level up your love life. They offer an expert-backed library of courses from Tantra to Kink. If you subscribe to Beducated.com, you will get unlimited access to all the courses, over 100 hours of video, audio, and new content uploaded every week. Okay, now listen up, freaky family. Beducated is giving my listeners one day where you can try all of the courses for free. I'm going to have the link in my description box, okay? Use my code JORDAN and you can get 65% off the yearly pass. Again, my coupon code is JORDAN, J-O-R-D-Y-N. I will have a custom beducated.com link in the description box. So let's dive on in onto the course I took, Sexperiments for Couples, Sexy Tools for Adventurous Lovers. Okay, students, husbands, wives, if you're in a committed relationship and you're ready to do this with me, are you ready? We're doing this together, okay? If you want pen and paper, I fully understand. If you're driving, just soak this shit in, okay? Take it home. Promise it's going to do you some good in the bedroom, okay? Both men and women are equally going to get some shit out of this, okay? Equally, equally. So first, mindset we're going to talk about, okay? Tip number one, there's five tips pretty much for each one, okay? Four or five tips, okay? Mindset. This is important. And I know I always talk about being intentional and that sometimes it requires like making plans, but I also talk about the other side and predictability and over-talked and planned and expected 
is not sexy, right? So we're always trying to like dance and find the happy medium or like, you know, just fucking trying to get by. We're trying to have hot sex, trying not to hate our fucking life sometimes, okay? No, we shouldn't feel like that all the time. But are there times where we're frustrated? Yes. Yes, that's why we're here. Okay. The first tip under mindset is relaxing breath and energy. So very important that we are avoiding short, shallow breath during intimacy, during sex, foreplay. It's nice to be self-aware of the breath coming to like such presence. Okay. When you're getting present, something I like to do just totally by myself to get present is noticing physical sensations I'm experiencing like with my body solely, just like my right earlobe. I know this sounds so weird, but it's a great way to get very in touch, tune, dropped in to that, that very present moment with a partner. Okay. Just that slow breath is going to aid in not getting worked up to easily, to quickly coming to early premature ejaculation. It's just going to be beneficial all the way around if you're being chill, okay? Don't be a little puppy like, <laughs> okay, don't do that. So setting expectations is the next tip. I was kind of dancing with it in my first tip and I pivoted back to what I meant to say. But when I was talking about being present, this is important because setting expectations, it's important that we don't. We we manage our expectations. There we go. So being present and literally being open-minded And sometimes you're going to be disappointed or let down, but the best sex is hot, fresh, organic, coming at ya, nasty sex sometimes, and sometimes not nasty, sometimes beautiful lovemaking, but it being different and the variety being there and how it occurs and happens varies. That is good sex, generally speaking, right? Mixing it up. And in this course, the teacher, okay, the expert, if you will, shared and said something that I thought was interesting that in the moments that you are met with like disappointment or frustration is like a really, this takes an emotionally intelligent person, is a moment where you can be vulnerable and that can be harder for for some than others, but take that as a moment with your partner to now talk about it or like how you felt or, or if there was pressure or you're upset, something, whatever was cock blocking the vibe and it didn't go down because sometimes it's damn near impossible not to have expectations, especially when we are being intentional. So those leave room for moments of intimacy. And sometimes intimacy, I've said this before, is a hard conversation, not just something like mushy, gushy, feely, ooey, yummy. Sometimes it like kind of sucks, but you're closer after and that's going to be hotter sex. And sex can be awesome, rough and innocent or kinky or angry or aggressive or soft or sweet or subtle with penetration, without penetration and be mind-blowing and good. And yes, so training yourself to 
be open to anything, what might come about, and just going with the flow, practicing being present, it's going to go far. It's going to go far for you both, I assure you. The next tip is don't work towards a girl goal. A goal. <laughs> almost a girl. So for women, I know that, um, personally speaking, from personal experience, if I'm going in with the like... For some reason, I'm feeling pressure of needing to get off or something. Like I'm working towards just getting off. Like that's going to cock block it. It's like performance anxiety, if you will. I'm sure men can relate as well too if they feel any sort of pressure or performance anxiety that that can be a boner killer. So there's also the other spectrum of like men being like, okay, that's not the problem. Like I'm enjoying it. I'm present. I'm doing all the things. I don't want it to end. I like the orgasms coming to me. And that's essentially how we should all be feeling is like, this is going to come to me. Like I'm gravy. I'm fine. But there are some that are worried about not getting there, not achieving. And then there are some people that are like, I'm going to get there too quickly. So the ones saying that they're going to get there too quickly, ultimately need to work on their breath work and the actual educated course went super in depth, like totally talking about breath work and then also retraining, like how your brain assumes the orgasm position. Basically, like we create this neuro pathway if we are constantly getting off in the same way by like, for instance, women, if like a lot of us are like, oh yeah, well I have to get off just this way. Like this is like, that's such a common thing. We say ladies, like if something works, like that's what works. It feels amazing. But we want to open ourselves up to being able to come multiple ways, okay? And not, we have trained our brains like that is what we go to, to finish, to climax, or that's the way, the, the method. And not saying stop having an orgasm via clitoral stimulation. No, not saying that. But there was an amazing like technique video that I watched from the course that really went in depth about reprogramming your mind as well as tying in breath work to like for people, men that want to last longer and super interesting because it's true. We are, when we are vulnerable, connected and open-minded during intimacy and arousal, I mean, it can go a number of pleasurable ways. You got to open your mind to this limitless possibility that does exist. And I hope that excites you to like think of your partner in a new light in a new way, like going in wanting to learn their body more, explore, try something different or something maybe you used to do all the time, but it's been a while, you know, going into the next tip, tip number four, follow your horniness, go with the flow, like vibing your partner. If a lot of men come to me saying like, how can I do this? Or like, how can I bring this up? Or women, how can I bring this up to my partner? Go for it in the heat of the moment. I, that may sound terrifying to some, but when you are making out, okay, why don't you start like you, when, if you get present in that make out, like it will escalate. That's when it gets hot and heavy. If you're thinking about other shit, it is not, you can feel, it feels not sexy, I promise you. And I know that you know what I'm talking about. So when you are present, let go, let it all happen, follow your primal 
feelings, you fucking animal. The last tip for mindset is how to get out of a sexual rut, okay, which I'm sure everyone's now perking up. I'm sure we can all relate to feeling stagnant energy in the bedroom at times. So for all of those people, listen up. What it was suggested to do, and he's spot fucking on, okay? And I'm going to sound repetitive, but essentially he said doing something that's out of the ordinary, uh, approaching them in a different way, biting their neck, pulling his or her hair, doing something that has an element of surprise. Guys, pushing your girl up against the wall and unbuttoning her blouse, I'm going to guess is going to go really well for you. And if it doesn't, then I have many, many questions. And women, if you sit your man down and pull his pants down and start a blowjob for no fucking reason at all, he's going to love it. He's going to love it, okay? Give your man a little treat and maybe some nice little treats will get thrown your way and not even to be manipulative (laughs) just for the good old sake of spicing it up getting out of a rut you know breaking this cycle like when you start getting in like the roommate vibe okay so now we're moving off of mindset okay it's only one episode am I gonna even fucking make it I got it gotta go fast touch okay touch. Tip one, embracing different parts of the body. OMG. I'm so glad this has got brought up because it's like, I didn't even know that how I live was benefiting my sex life, but it was because think about it, giving hugs to different parts of the body, like laying your head, ladies, when he's laying in bed, y'all are laying next to each other, hop on over and lay your head down right above his dick. Give his dick a fucking hug okay and when you're going to suck his dick don't just immediately put it in act like you found like you're doing a sacred cultural dance with your tongue around a twinkie bar you found in the desert i don't know something that's really riveting like you found the golden ticket back to embracing body parts men when y'all are cuddling like your head on her breast i know Maybe you'll feel like, oh, maybe that's too forward, but it's not. I don't think it is. Give it, and women, be receptive to your men paying attention to your body and treating it like a wonderland. Let him explore your body. Be confident. Feel sexy. He wants to explore. He's interested. He loves you. He thinks you are beautiful and sexy. Let him explore the woman he loves and explore him back. The next two tips are slow down and listen to your senses. So with that, we're going to tie those in. Slowing down, not being focused on end goal, enjoying the experience of foreplay, taking it easy. And with listening to your senses, if you are in your head and you're planning and you're thinking and you're in your head, whether it's about yourself or your partner, you are taking away from your experience and from connecting with your partner. So when you find that happening, go back to right now what you are experiencing, feeling, tasting, smelling, all of it. And that's going to take you right back in. The last tip for touch was sex without penetration. And it was literally exploring your partner. And it was a video while this 
tip was being explained and it was so fucking hot and it's like the teacher with this girl and they are having a grand old time and it's very, it's definitely not safe for work. Okay. I just want to let you know if you sign up for Beducated, you definitely, it's like alone time or couples time because it's probably going to make you horny just to be completely honest. Or maybe I'm just really immature. Okay, moving on. We got to go to the next module. We can't be here all fucking day. Connection and communication. My favorite parts from this section, okay, because we need to just get to the good shit, was let go and make noises and then maintaining eye contact because I think it's something, especially when you're married, it stops happening. It's stop you get into the autopilot or what's working or what's been just you get people get stuck and stagnant. It happens all the time. So that's why I'm here trying to shake it up, shake it up, okay? So giving some eye contact, looking up at him while you're sucking his dick. I know it can be uncomfortable or hard at some points in your relationship for whatever reason. I challenge you to take that step and I bet you it it's going to be fucking hot. And if it's a disappointment, then maybe there's some conversation that needs to happen. And then as far as letting go and make noises, pretty self-explanatory. Don't keep it in, okay? And especially if you have kids and you are in whatever season of children it is. I, I've been there. I swear to God, I'm there. So I have a four-year-old. I can't just like drop and do it whenever, okay? He is definitely a cock block at times, but you have to get creative. You, that's when you do have to be intentional about having date nights, having your kids go to grandma's house overnight, getting a hotel, or if you can't get a hotel, get a babysitter, like send them to grandma's, like I said, in your house is now party, Hilton, whatever, okay? I don't know. Figure something out, but you need to plan time where you can let your primal cries escape your body and you don't have to like bite the pillow or be quiet as someone might hear. That's not fun all the time. That can be fun sometimes, but if that's your thing, that's what has to happen, no, no. And to the men, I want to tell you as a woman, I encourage y'all to be more vocal because as women, so there's a, you know, a little bit of an expectation there. You know, they'll make fun of the girl who like is too quiet or then they'll make fun of the girl who's like trying too hard and she just watched too much porn. And so she's <laughs> screaming, you know, and like nothing's even happening. Like I'm not even inside of you anymore, Stacy. Stacy, I'm not. I'm not even touching your vagina. Why Why are you screaming? So there's both extremes. But men, I would like to see just in general men speaking up a little more. I think there's always a little more room for nasty talk or just not, you know, maybe that that's easier. But like the moaning and pleasure, like moaning when you get off, like that is hot. It's so hot. It's so fucking hot. So you should definitely speak up a little more. Okay. Don't freak her out. If you've never done it, like, don't be like, <laughs> don't be like Tarzaning, but let her know, let her know with your, with your moan. 
So the last module of this experiment was my favorite. It was pleasure, okay? I'm not going to give it all away in case you want to go find out more of the deeds for yourself, but I will give you a big chunk of the chicken and say that the first tip was stimulate yourself with your partner's genitals. This is so true. Like if he's behind you with a boner, ladies, grab onto that thing and act like it's your dildo. Rub your clit on it. Just build up the stimulation, tease him. Don't let him in yet. Okay. Don't let him in yet. Use each other like a toy, sit on his face and go for a ride. Girlfriend, go for a ride. Men, you want your girl to do this? Tell her, be like, use me as a toy. Show me what you do with your dildo to my cock when I'm not around. And if that's not her style, that's not her thing, then you use it on her, like from behind. I think that's a great way to kind of rub the clit from behind and she will learn very quickly that that sensation is quite pleasurable. Men, and the next tip, alternating between your cock and your fingers. This is going to help this be a longer sexual experience. This is going to save you if you have the right breath work, especially from not coming too quickly. And she's going to get the best of both worlds. Really be working that cheese spot with your fingers when you take it out. You know, she's going to finger banger and fucker. And while you're at it, I'm going to throw in my own fucking tip. Rotate a eating serving, okay? Dive in for a little taste test. The next tip was super fascinating. And it was a little like on the lines of the psychology of a woman not feeling abandoned post-sex. Is that like it's important for the man to let his erection if you are fucking her okay i'm married i have marina and iud we are not using a condom and my husband frequently does climax whilst inside of me so letting your erection disappear inside of her so whether or if you need the condom on whatever whatever your situation is by all means but just whipping it out when you're done, they say that that actually makes it feel like a less connected experience. So it was interesting how he explained it. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm fucked up enough where it doesn't matter to me, but it was an interesting thing. And I will say, thinking about it, there have been many like hot and heavy, sexy times, especially when you come at the same time or like right, you know, right after each other or something and you're just trying to catch your breath and you're breathing and then it kind of you know obviously his dick starts to become softer you know I think that's a bonding experience or just the relief after versus just unsticking from one another and sometimes this leads to round two so that's another good reason to try it the last tip I'm going to share and Remember, I basically reacted slash paraphrased slash gave you this, you know, the scoop of what the chunk I took out from this course. But I will say that this thing goes hella detailed and a lot of it is video where I'm literally watching a couple or someone solo or a person doing this and showing how they're breathing and fucking and touching. So it's so fucking educational. And, and hot, and fucking hot, and beautiful. 
Okay, so it was helping the man to not ejaculate too early. Common, huge question I get. Common question, how to last longer. Okay, so women, how we can help our partner or what what can we add? I know we are not in total control. Women, do not blame yourselves if you weren't able to save him from not exploding. Okay, take it as a compliment. You're fine. But I know that a lot of women want it to last longer too. So let's make it a win-win for everybody. But women, to relax all your muscles and breath work can really aid in him centering and getting all of that blood flow that's going to his cock elsewhere. So relaxing the pelvic floor, deep, long breaths, not short, shallow breaths, and guiding him there. That's where the eye contact, the breath work, communication, and that's going to be a win-win because now you're going to get to fuck for longer. Okay, Freaky Family, I think that that was very informative. I hope you got some little tips and tricks or some visuals going on that you can go take home and try with your spouse, a significant other. I hope it's inspired you or made you horny or made you excited to make love to your partner. So let's do a couple more listener questions. I got some more last minute and I wanted everyone to feel heard. Okay. I heard the recent question about increasing cum load. I wanted to share that I found some guides on Reddit that recommended supplementing zinc, vitamin D3, sunflower, lectin, and pie gum. I've been taking them for a few weeks and it really works. I'm throwing more ropes than a Montana rancher. My girl loves it and can tell a difference when I come in her just thought I would share my experience. Thank you. We totally, I hope the men can jot that down, put that in your iPhone and hit up GNC. I don't fucking know. Okay, next. Is it normal that women in their late 40s are dry as fuck all the time? Dry AF is what they said. Even if they say they're aroused, perimenopausal, etc. or am I just being fooled asking for a friend? Sir, yes. Do not question. I don't even fucking care if she's lying, but she's probably not. Don't question if a woman is saying that has nothing to do with you because she probably already feels super insecure about it because that is something. I'm just going to be totally authentic and real and say as a 32-year-old woman, I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm aging. Like I don't just get as wet in 0.2 fucking seconds. Like, yes, can that be the case? But I have noticed that after having a child, foreplay is very important to me. Whereas before I didn't, I didn't need any, I could just pull my pants down and fucking turn around. That sounds terrible. But now it is important for me to have foreplay and it's a much better experience as well. But our bodies change, our hormones change and lube is a fucking fantastic thing. So don't make your girl feel like shit. Do you know that actually smoking cannabis can actually make you drier down there? There are so many factors, but hormones are a huge one, especially I hear from women going through menopause say that all the time and it affects and it affects their libido as well. So be cool, go with the flow. They make lube for a fucking reason. They make warm sensations, tasty ones, all kinds. So find something you like, go to the sex store together and get over it. If she didn't want to fuck you, she wouldn't be. And if she is, she likes it and she's there for a reason. So stop questioning it. Okay. 
I had one more. It was really good. It's about oral sex, but I'm saving it for next week because it's almost been an hour and well, it's been 48 minutes and 26 seconds. And I can give you some nice, good pussy eating tips next week and we can talk about it. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure if you haven't rated or reviewed the podcast, it helps me so fucking much on iTunes or on Spotify or fucking both. If you really love me, make sure you're subscribed. That matters and helps mucho, mucho, mucho. You can follow me over on TikTok at the horny housewife or on Instagram. Help me rebuild that baby back up at the horny housewife podcast underscore. I will also have the educated link in the description box so you can check out courses like the one we talked about in today's episode. They're so fucking cool. They're so fucking awesome. And I wouldn't share them if I didn't think that you wouldn't think so too. So I hope you have a good Monday. I hope you all have some hot sex this week and mix it up and tell me about it and I can share it anonymously. See you next week, Freaky Fam. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.